This is the Tallahassee Business Podcast, brought to you by the Greater Tallahassee Chamber of Commerce. Thank you to our sponsor, 223 Agency, a digital relations firm helping you maximize and develop your digital footprint. Check them out on the web at 223agency.com. Without further ado, enjoy this episode of the Tallahassee Business Podcast. All right. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Sue Dick, and I am the president and CEO of the Greater Tallahassee Chamber of Commerce. So excited to bring this podcast to you this week. Um, Very excited also to have with us Jay Smith. Um, Many of you probably know him. I continue to be impressed with how much Jay and his entire team gives back to our community, Um, not just the business community, but on so many community initiatives. So, Jay, welcome. Glad you're with us this morning. Good morning, Sue. How are you today? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I think we're, we're all crossing our fingers to continue to get through this COVID-19 and a little bit of a tropical storm in the air as well. And, and you, um, you're probably in one of those businesses that could give us the daily weather report based on your sites um, throughout our community. So um, I really appreciate you taking time to be with us. Uh, Jay Smith is Vice President of Ajax Building Company. He's also Chair-Elect of the Chamber Board of Directors and will be taking over that leadership role in January as Beth Corum passes the baton to you. So Jay, I know this is a busy time. Um, maybe if you can, have, inform our listeners about your company, um, third-generation family-owned company, and and maybe talk about some of the projects that are in and around the community that people may not be aware you actually have your fingerprints on. Thank you, Sue. As you mentioned, uh, Ajax was founded in Tallahassee in 1958 by my grandfather, Block Smith. Um, He was an entrepreneur. He was working several different jobs at the time. We owned a uh, motel, which is still in existence in Tallahassee today. We no longer own it, but the Cactus Motel out on West Tennessee Street was something that my grandfather and grandmother built from the ground up and managed it, ran it day to day. He also worked uh, in a delivery service as a second job, kind of like a, a UPS type service today, but it was with a railroad back then. Um, and on the side, he also built for friends and family. So one of his friends one day said, Block, you, you're really good at this. You ought to start a construction company. So from there, from a handshake deal for his first project, uh, Ajax was born. And um, so that, that kind of hardworking spirit is something that we were built upon and we continue today. So as we have expanded now throughout the Southeast and multiple states, um, we now are an employee-owned company. So all of our employees have opportunity to be an owner inside of our group. Um, we're really, you know, excited of how things have continued to expand. In Tallahassee, where we still are headquartered today, even though we've expanded, uh, we've got a lot of really unique projects that uh, we're very proud of that we've been involved here in Tallahassee, but some that are active right now that are unique. Um, right at the Capitol Complex, several of you that work downtown or have to go to the Capitol have noticed that both the Senate and House side have been in disruption for the last four years. So we rebuilt the Senate garage and built the new park on top. And then we moved over to the House side, which is right in front of City Hall, right there on Jefferson. So it's been a lot more visible the last two years of work we've been working there. That is wrapping up the end of this year and will completely transform downtown, not only the 
the capital complex itself, but the, you know, the way the city uh, and pedestrians are going to be able to move around, the, around this area will really change uh, that dynamic. We uh, recently wrapped up uh, a neat project at downtown for Capital City Consulting, 124 West Jefferson. Um, a really neat project there. We are currently in the final stages of the Florida A&M University CAS, the Student Center project uh, on their campus, um, which is really unique. It's taking eight, on, currently those student services are on eight different um, buildings on campus. The students have to find them all over the place and it's bringing them into one new facility, which is gonna be great. We're building a new student union on Florida State's uh, campus right now. We are wrapping up currently a new science and innovation center, the Beck Center for Innovation at McClay School. Um, so that's a, that's a really neat project for that campus. And then of course, the one that's in design phase that we're gonna talk in great deal today is uh, the Towson Police Department headquarters. No, Jay, that is tremendous. I mean, to, to know how many individuals that you're employing and then all doing that within this COVID-19 uh, world that we're, we're living in and dealing with. Can you share maybe just a little bit the innovative approaches? I know we've had a chance to have conversations and, and you are really on the front cutting edge of making sure that your team members stay safe and healthy. Um, but maybe share just a little bit of some of the things that you all have done and implemented on your sites. Well, when it all took place, everybody was, you know, in complete shock, but thankfully construction was considered essential. And so we then went uh, and started to really push the envelope working closely with OSHA and CDC, what their guidelines were suggesting and, and trying to implement as many safe procedures uh, for our staff. And then because we work on so many public projects and public environments on campuses, we really needed to be a little bit more aggressive. So we instituted the face mask coverings for all personnel on site before face face mask became this this big big uh, item of concern for everybody. But we really felt because we're working in such close proximity to each other, that was the safest uh, environment and best way to do that. And we've considered we've content, continued to do that today. Of course, we installed additional hand washing stations and hand sanitizers throughout the sites. We clean them on a regular basis. Um, we also installed QR codes on all of our job site fence uh, entrances and all of our, our offices itself. So every day the men and women have to um, use that QR code to fill out a survey uh, about their health, which then goes into a database. So not only allows us to track who, what men and women are coming onto our job sites and in our offices, um, but it also lets, lets us keep up with their health and safety. So if, if one person was to be exposed, we would know then be able to trace, contract trace a lot more efficiently through that manner. So again, we're, we're adapting on a daily basis, trying to stay ahead of the game and uh, making sure not only our people stay health, healthy and safe, but then the campuses and the environments we work in stay healthy and safe. You know, they, you've got some projects that, um drawing boards and really about to get going. Um, one in particular that I know has been, um, had a lot of attention locally, has to do with the Tallahassee Police Department and the new headquarters project. Um, you all have been working hands-on with that project with the city of Tallahassee. 
But as part of that project, and, and really want to recognize your efforts and your commitment, you all will be rolling out uh, an effort to assist with individuals in finding jobs and build career pathways. And, and this is so important from our Chamber of Commerce perspective. Uh, our board of directors rolled out in August our Talent 2030 initiative, and this just fits in beautifully to that effort and really want to recognize you and your team. So let's talk about that if we can for a few minutes, update everybody again on the Tallahassee Police Department, new headquarters plans, and what your efforts are going to be to really support and, and create a program for those wanting to get into jobs, as well as those individuals that might have some disadvantaged circumstances and that you all are really working and committed to, to helping with. Yeah, the, the Tallahassee Police Department not only is an important project for our community and, you know, where it's moving from and creating that space there. And then the fact that the city purchased the old Northwood uh, Center, which is a significant uh, component to our midtown, uh, downtown midtown's location in Tallahassee. So the impact that was going to have was something that we were really excited to be a part of and be selected to be the construction manager on that project. But then we also went, wanted to do something in addition to when you're spending upwards of 50 plus million dollars on a project like that of using local dollars, tax dollars, you really want to do something more significant than just put bricks and mortar in place. So the first thing we did is we, um, we have a mentor protege relationship on that project with an MBE firm, Haggai Construction and WBE firm, Smith and Smith Consulting our construction. Um, both of those individuals, well, I have a long personal track record with, uh, manage several projects together. So they're a part of the team on it in every aspect of that. But then beyond just a business aspect and what we're going to do with our uh, WMBE participation, participation plan for the project, we also were going to work closely with some local partners to develop a, a worker's plan. So we, we were a part of the St. Pete Police Department new headquarters project and there it was a requirement that we instituted a plan and here we wanted it to, to really push that idea here um, but on you know from our own role not not just being required to do it so in this we're working closely with several partners um, the Tallahassee Housing Authority OEV um, the FAMU small business program Tempo uh, Lively uh, Career Source, TCC, um, the Big Bend Minority Chamber, and the Tallahassee Housing Authority, and the Cap City Chamber, and OEV, and really bringing all of us together to talk about how can we partner um, along with, of course, the Greater Tallahassee Chamber, how are we going to partner together to get men and women involved in this project? And there's, a, you know, typically the disadvantaged workers, people that are receiving um, some type of federal assistance those that have dropped out of high school um, and those that have have a criminal background are individuals that were not getting employment. Those are the those some individuals in our community that are being passed over. So we institute a specific plan working with all of these partners to be able to bring those individuals and give them opportunities on the project. We also work closely again with Lively and TCC to have an externship or an apprenticeship program so that at the same time we're training uh, these individuals, so they're going to have careers and high school graduation, you know, certificates of graduation now um, to take in and do more work beyond this. So 
what was a tremendous uh, task to try to figure out how do we bring everybody together? How do we, how do we get all these things um, to really start working together? All of a sudden, Talent Hub 2030 comes online. So I worked closely with Corey and said, Corey, I think we have a solution here and I think you've developed it. Can you help me really kind of figure this out? So Talent Hub 2030 is the platform that's really going to make all of these entities and the people work together. So what it allows us to do is every one of these groups, so let's take Career Source as an example. So if Career Source has 20 individuals that are in their program, they can load them into Talent Hub 2030. Um, and so now those potential em employees are in the system. And then let's say AAA Electrical is our electrical subcontractor. They're looking for 15 individuals to be on this project and they would love to have our requirement of having disadvantage in an apprenticeship or externship program. So they match up with those people that are loaded in from the system, then the employer is loaded in, and now we have a database to really go through and find those applicants, and it also allows us to track it on a regular basis. So it has been a great uh, team uh, environment working with everybody and so talent hub 2030 is really that catalyst that's going to make this work very well well jay i mean your your leadership and the leadership of ajax building company really commit to doing this uh, is so important for the community um, our role as a chamber of commerce with all of those partners you've mentioned is really trying to put a, a mechanism in place to pull it all together and so yes uh, our listeners you can go to talenthub2030.com and if you're an employer, and not just for this project, but for a line of projects, um, you can go as an employer and register uh, any job openings that you have. If you're a job seeker, you can go there as well and see the jobs that are available, as well as take advantage of training programs um, by all of these stakeholders that Jay's talked about. And then specifically to Jay's project, um, you have a team member and there's meetings, there are meetings that are coming up uh, and probably the best way for individuals, if, if they want to pass on this information, the best way to try and encourage individuals to plug in, uh, maybe if you want to identify, I know you're having some meetings coming up and working with subcontractors, if you can just lay out any of those um, dates for our listeners and uh, I think it would be really helpful. Thank you. Yep. We, um, so this, the police department project is going to be done in multiple phases. And when I say phases, there's going to be steps to build up to the actual vertical new construction. So the first major phase is going to be the abatement and demolition of the existing old Northwood mall. So if you think of the site, it's actually two separate buildings that are, uh, next to one another. So you have the old Northwood mall and then you have the old Publix. And so the first uh, phase that we anticipate starting at the end of this year will be the abatement and demolition of the old Northwood Mall. Um, we've just received uh, bids from subcontractors for this package uh, of work, and we are currently going through those scopes um, to make sure we have the, the, the best subcontractor that meets all the requirements we're looking for for that project. So we'll be onboarding those subcontractors so at the same time, we are going to be pushing the requirement of having the disadvantage and apprenticeship program. So the time is now. So any individual that's listening, if you know of someone that is interested in working, that's looking for job opportunities, there's going to be several things from, you know, 
from all phases of work activities for these subcontractors. It's not just uh, what you think of the construction, a typical uh, construction worker. There's all kind of opportunities they're going to be provided from this this job program. Um, so get your information in, and the companies we are going to be educating them uh, starting this week. So all of these every at every bid phase, we're going to have all of those partners I just run ran through are going to be sitting down with the subcontractors and. Uh, educating them on the process, educating them on Talent Hub 2030. Every single one of them will be logged in as employers with inside of Talent Hub 2030. So not just for the TPD project, but for their other projects, they are going to be looking for personnel. So it, it's, a, it's a great time to start um, getting involved inside of Talent Hub 2030. And as, as uh, I guess not the most uh, tech savvy uh, individual. Uh, I still understand it very well with the fact that it's very simple. There'll be an app on your phone and you'll be able to swipe through all the opportunities from all the different employers. And so you put your interest in specifically of what you're looking for. It enables, it's able to connect you with all the different job opportunities. So it's, it's a great uh, avenue for people that are looking for work and also the, the businesses um, that are actually looking for employees at the same time. Well, Jay, thank you. And again, I mean, this is, um, as a Chamber of Commerce, we know how important it is that we play our part in trying to create jobs in our community for every individual. Uh, your leadership, and I know in previous podcasts, we've heard from Terry Ard, who is on our board of directors as well, and sharing this effort under our talent, which is one of our three priorities as a Chamber of Commerce. So, we're very excited, but again, none of this is, not, is possible without our local businesses and our companies. And what you all do as employers and companies and servant leaders is just remarkable. So we wanna thank you very much. Uh, this is exciting times. And so uh, to our listeners, uh, please reach out to your Chamber of Commerce if you want more information, or if you can go to uh, the Ajax Building Company website as well, I'm sure there's information up there. Jay, thanks for all you do. And uh, I'll look forward to turning to you as my chairman come January. I'm looking forward to it. It's got some big shoes to fill, but uh, Beth set, set us up for success. And we're looking forward to working with all of our chamber members as we continue to grow um, and grow our economy here locally. And uh, we, we've got a great thing here in Tallahassee. Let's keep it going. Thank you, Jay. Thank you, Sue. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Tallahassee Business Podcast. For more information about the Chamber, its events, and programming, visit us on the web at talchamber.com. We look forward to bringing you another episode very soon. <laughs>